All right. Happy Friday, everyone. Lisa Drennan here, Energetic Mindset Mentor, with another episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. Today, we have a wonderful healing journey story with Claudette Roth, who is going to tell us not only her darkest moments, but what she did to see the light. Welcome, Claudette. So good to see you again. It's been a while. Yes, it has been quite a while, Lisa. Oh, what have you been up to? Well, I've been up to many new things. I got to see my children this summer. So I, you know, got to spend 10 days with them. I hadn't seen them for two and a half years. So I got to see them and I got to see my new grandbaby who's now two months old. Aw, congrats. I'm a grandma too. Congratulations. We're too young to be grandmas. <laughs> How old is your grandbaby? Nine months old. Aww. Yeah. And she's so happy. She's so beautiful. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. The life of a grandparent is just, I, I'm, I'm just in awe, like all the time. Yeah. I mean, she lives, they live out West in Saskatchewan. Um, and her mom sends me a lot of different pictures and videos of her. So brings yeah. me a lot of joy. Yeah, we FaceTime weekly and most weeks and it's a, a lot of fun. And she's, it's so amazing how smart they are. They like right at the camera and, you know, we're, we're doing raspberries and, you know, throwing kisses and singing songs. It's like, oh, I can't wait to see her. Does so, she live far away? South Carolina. Yeah. 10 hours, 11 hours. I don't know how far it is. It's, oh. a, it's a way. <laughs> it's not yeah. a road trip. It's <laughs> not a day trip. That's for sure. Yeah, mine's like a five hour five hour, five and a half hour plane ride away. So. Okay. Yeah. It's when we need our personal jets, you know, you just hop on like the, do you ever remember the Jetsons? You know, like you hop on your little car plane when <laughs> you're there. Yay. I like the more of maybe clicking my heels and then just, you know, kind of like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah. Even better. Or like Bewitched. Remember Bewitched? You just like touch the side of her nose. So cool. So what have you been doing in your journey, in your entrepreneurship journey? So anyways, I just have, um, the Lord has just, you know, put so much on my heart. And the thing is like with the, my healing journey that I'm in right now is that I was in, you know, um, an emotionally abusive, a marriage is actually what I have been in. And, you know, the Lord spoke to my heart and he really, you know, just, told me, you know, that it was time to go, you know, I had left so many times and, you know, come back and then left again and then come back. And I left again in April and I was gone for a week and then, you know, came back because I felt things would be different and things would change. And, you know, there wasn't really a lot of change. And then, you know, I just really had these dark times when I was just really, you know, feeling, I think I really felt like I was being you know, punished for things that had happened in my past. And, you know, the Lord forgives us. Like none of us are perfect. And the Lord forgives us. Like he works on our hearts. You know, we, we ask for forgiveness and he does forgive us. So that was just a lie of the enemy, you know, that I was, you know, to live like this for the rest of my life. And I really felt like, you know, I tried my best, but the Lord really shared to me that I, by the end of the year, that I would not be living like I was. So there came a point in time, there was a pivotal moment um, that there was like, there was a, I was threatened. And so I 
made that choice to, you know, move on with my life. And, you know, it's, I'm still in the storm, um, but I'm dancing in the storm, you know, like the Lord just gives me so much comfort and where I'm living right now, I'm close to the beach. I'm only like a two, two second walk to the beach, maybe a minute, but not very far. It doesn't take me, I should actually time it to see how long it takes me to walk down to the beach. I can look out my window and see the beach. It's, I call this my healing space where I am right now. Like I'm here on my own and it's just a healing space. And it was interesting because I was talking with my counselor yesterday and she told me that I am a torch bearer is what she told me yesterday. And this was like through my work. She doesn't know me only by the things that I had told her. And that really was like, that was like an aha moment because my word for this year on my vision board and I paint it like, um, it's like a, like a big fire and it's like the word is my word is ignite. And so for her to tell me that I am a torch bearer, it was like, wow. Because when I look over there at my, my, picture that I painted at the beginning of the year for my vision board, it was like, it does look like a torch burning. Wow. Well, we're going to have to see that. You're going to have to post it. Oh, I can actually show comments. you. Would you like me to oh, show yeah. it? Show it. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Show us what it looks like. It's going to be cool. I love that. How everything just ties in together, you know, being the torch bearer. And this is what you drew. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. I remember this seeing is my the beginning of the year. That definitely looks like a torch. Wow. And you painted that. Yeah, I painted this. So anyways, it's got like a whole lot of different um, Bible scriptures on it and just the things that I wanted to happen for this year. And one of the things was my word is ignite. So I was just like, wow. And, and, you know, a lot of people who know me really does, except for really close, close friends and family have no idea that I'm going through anything like this because I'm not you know, really down in the dumps or anything like that, because I just feel that this is what the Lord has planned for my life. So I just am, you know, stepping out in faith. And for me to even be able to move out on my own, I've never lived on my own before. This is yeah, it's gotta be scary, huh? To be so independent. Well, you but know, it's probably I thought more it- scary to be in it, right? I mean, so you were in an emotionally abusive relationship for several years. And you just kept, you know, I'm, what did you do while you were in that moment? Like you, when did you realize that you were in an emotional abusive relationship? Cause I feel like emotional abuse is so subtle. Mm-hmm. And then the gaslighting often takes place and you're like, was it me? Like, what did I do? And then, you know, you keep praying, praying, praying and nothing changes. So how well, did it come to manifest that way? I would say it would be over this past year. Over this past year is what I really came to realize. And you know, what's really interesting is that the day that I was, had left from there, that I had removed myself, not living there anymore, a cousin of mine had posted something on Facebook that it was just, you know, people post things or whatever, and it never really had, it just kind of sparked my interest. So you know how you can go into a post and you can go in further and see where it came from, Right. So I went into it and when I did, the word narcissist came up mm-hmm. and I read about this and I was like, oh my gosh, this has been my life. 
this has been my life. And that's when the light bulb, even though I had already made the decision, I had already been moving my stuff out and knowing that I was going to be gone. Like, it was like, wow. Like, and I had never, I don't even think I've ever heard that name before. Yeah. The, um, so you, you were reading a post, you saw that post and then it obviously resonated with you and a lot of the characteristics of someone that has narcissistic tendencies as the gaslighting is like, you know, the arguments demanding and everything they do, it's because it's a reflection of them. How long were you in this relationship for before you years. realized 11 years? Yeah. A dec- over a decade. So how did you like when you were experiencing it, like it's subtle so you're like, you know, you go through the love and the adoration stage and then it moves into a chore and then you get to the point where what happened like at that point, your darkest Well, point. I think that it was because I felt like I had no results that I could go and because I lived far away. I've only moved back home almost three years ago. So I lived away where I didn't really have any family. So I didn't really, I felt like I was kind of trapped. So once I moved back home where I had the support, but then also just the things that the Lord had been showing me because he's been taking me back in my Bible to back to 2010. And what happened is there was other things that happened to me in 2010. And I was like, you know, putting those dates in my Bible. So what's interesting is what the Lord's been doing these past few months. He's been taking me back to those passages that I had put dates on. And I actually remember on those dates, what was going on. And I was like, wow, why are you taking me back? And he was just showing me that the Holy spirit was talking to me then. And I wasn't listening to what the Holy (laughs) spirit was saying. And that's what he was showing me. Wow. Powerful. And so often when the Holy spirit speaks to us and we just ignore him and we're like, no, wait, you want me to do that now? I'm not, I'm not doing it. That's the worst exit door. <laughs> we're so disobedient. And, so. Yeah. And the other thing too, that I learned was that actions speak louder than words. So, oh, yeah. you know, with my husband, he would be, you know, saying things to me, but his actions were just not so nice. Right. And then when I went out and seen my children and I felt like my, even though my children and I have a very wonderful relationship, but I felt like my actions were speaking even louder than my words because here I was out in Calgary to visit with my son and I rented a vehicle and had to drive, you know, six hours to see my other son, just to show him that I said, I would move heaven and earth to get to see my kids. So like my children were just like, we had such an amazing time, such a healing time. And the children are so happy that I am like they're adult children, but you know, they're so happy that I am safe. I'm in a safe place. You know, I'm happy. Like I still have, uh, I still have a lot to go through, but I still feel like I have conquered that pivotal moment of, cause I, you know, people leave all the time and go back. I'm not going back. Yeah. 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 Your strength is definitely in the Lord and direct direction and guidance from the word is the only place to be. So it's awesome that that strength, that inner strength comes from Jesus. So I love that. And I, you know, this all just happened. This is brand new for you. I'm in it. Like I am, as I said, I'm in this storm right now and I have been able to just, you know, 
focus on the things that need to be focused on. And, you know, those things like, and I haven't even been feeling any stress because I'm also on my uh, 14 day isolation. So um, I'm off of that in two days and then I go back to work. But, you know, this has been a gift. I have called it my 14 days of Christmas in July. I have mm-hmm. had, you know, the, the, food and the gifts that have been dropped off on my doorstep um, from my friends and family. Like they love me so much. And, you know, even though I've been like, I kind of got a double whammy of, you know, coming back and being on my own, plus being really on my own because I can't be around people. So it was kind of like a double, you know, like a double, but You know, I really, it's not like I've been sitting here having a pity party at all. I've been spending time with God. I've been spending time on the beach because I can go, you know, off the property for an hour each day. So it's just, it's been, it's been wonderful. Like, I wish I had more time. (laughs) (laughs) I totally get that. So what would you tell somebody that was going through this or somebody that's actually in the, in the point of wanting to leave, knowing they have to leave there, you know, you get to the point where you're exhausted dealing with this, mm-hmm. you know, it's not right. Your body tells you it's not right. Your mind tells you it's not right. And I know, you know, being of the faith, you know, scripture says, you know, divorce is wrong, you know, and then you have those thoughts going through your head and then you leave, you get the courage to leave and you feel God led to leave because it's not a safe environment. We're not meant to be in these unsafe environments. So there's a lot of women out there that are in this emotional abusive relationship and petrified to get out of it because there's the fear of no money. There's a fear of no home. There's a fear of safety. And there's so many fears. How did you conquer those fears? Uh, I, for me, I just, I mean, I do, my faith is huge. I have a boldness. I have a support system. Having a support system is so important after I had left, I did talk to my minister and I'll talk about that in a second, but like to really make the decision to leave, um, it's good to have someone to talk to, to bounce ideas off of, because I find that living in this sort of situation, I felt like I was the crazy one. Do you know what I mean? Like, I felt like I was the one that I'm, maybe I'm causing it. Maybe I'm not being a good wife, but I know that I've been like a good and faithful wife and I've been doing everything I possibly could to make things better. But, you know, when you have, um, you know, like an emotionally abusive relationship, when the, you know, there's alcohol involved, um, it's just, it's not good. It's not safe. You need to have a safety plan. So that if you have to leave quick, like to have, I had a bag always in my Jeep. So if I had to leave quick, I could leave quick and just get myself out of there, like get myself out of that situation. And, but just having that support system, I also had people that would contact me in the morning and throughout the day and at night to make sure I was okay. Because in the last week I was there when I knew that I was leaving and he knew that I was leaving. So I had people checking on me to make sure Mm -hmm. that I was okay. Yeah. Well, that's so important. Definitely need your network, your support group. I like to call it the net. You know, you need your net of people that you can rely on and trust to be able to do that. So I'm getting chills just like thinking about you moving and going, taking that inner strength and, you know, cause it is hard to walk away from something that you get so used to and to have the strength and to recognize this isn't what God planned for me. This is not my purpose. And to realize that you are designed by God for greatness and a purpose. And, you know, you're not meant to be in this situation. 
So what kind of advice would you give somebody that is going through something similar? Just make sure you have your support, right? That's very important. You have to make sure you're safe. You really have to, your safety comes first. So you have to make sure you're safe. Um, also, you know, for the financial end of things, it kind of, kind like, I can't really talk about that right now, but there was a safety net for me so that, you know, that that could be taken care of. And that's something that I'm looking at in the future of doing a foundation, but I have someone I'm working with to, you know, make that come into fruitation for women that are in this type of, you know, problem. Cause sometimes it, the problem is, is that it's the financial, the finances, the, you know, the, she or he doesn't know if they can financially make it on their own, but there are safe houses to go to with counselors and people that can help you through that. But the thing is, is it's very hard when you're in that situation to get out of it. It's to get in the mindset to get out of it and really stepping out in faith. So, you know, really it's your support system. That's the biggest thing. And when it comes right down to it, it's your decision. It's not anyone else's decision. I mean, my family and friends are very supportive, whether I stayed or whether I went, they're happier that I've went right. That I've have not Mm -hmm. stayed. Um, but there just gets to a point that it's just not safe to stay. And, you know, we only get one life, Mm -hmm. right? So we, why not live happy instead of living on eggshells? Like who wants Mm -hmm. to, and I've talked to some other ladies who said to me, you are so brave. You have so much strength. How are you doing this? Like I've left and I've had to go back. Well, I've done that too. I have left. Like I can't, I've lost Canada times that I have left and the situations of why I have left and I have went back because I really had no results to go. But there are places, there are resources that you can tap into. And there are places to go. Well, thank you for that. How do people find these places? Uh, there is, like, there is, you can look up, like, the re, there's shelters. Uh-huh. Uh, I know, I don't know all the names for them, but there are, there, like, even in this area, there are shelters Uh, I know like, oh, West, there were shelters, like women's shelters. I'm sure, you know, you Google like a women's shelter um, or even um, domestic violence um, support. There are lots of, there is lots of support out there. Yeah. I know some churches have support systems too. And um, a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of homes that offer rooms for rent that you don't, they don't really get advertised because they're very private as far as word of mouth. I know I have some family members that live downstate that do that. They have like a whole, you know, they actually purchase a big house so that they can rent out and have these rooms available for these specific situations and help people. Like you said, I like that you're wanting to do a foundation to help women like this because, you know, especially when they have little kids, it's so hard because you do, you, you just get so caught up in, you know, the what ifs. I was reading a story from somebody on LinkedIn today that has a similar story with um, an abusive, you know, alcoholic and two little kids. And she knew she had to get out and Christian, you know, loves the Lord and, and faith. And, you know, they were going to church and he had this, this, you know, I call it that, you know, we put on our happy face, but he had this backdoor life of being an alcoholic and being, you know, we all have our sins and, you know, that taking over and then that 
pour it out on the family and the little kids, they're so sweet and innocent and they have to deal with this. And her story was incredible because it was God's timing. She, they, she had a house set up that was perfect, you know, renting it from a relative who was moving and decided to keep the house and rent it to her so that she had a place to go that was safe for her kids and rebuilding her life and knowing that, you know, God doesn't intend for us to live in an abusive relationship. And sometimes we think we have to because we're false beliefs or, you know, I don't know, I'm going to say brainwashed from what we're told as we're being raised up. Well, you know, you got to make your marriage work. You got to do this, you know, and in Ula, we talk about if you're not working on your marriage, you're working on your divorce. But if you have somebody who's not willing to work on it, they're not willing to change and they're not willing to surrender their heart to Jesus Christ, you're unequally yoked. And what do you do then? Right. You have to listen to the word, not the world. Mm-hmm. So, well, thank you so much for sharing. I understand you have an awesome course that's coming out soon or are just launched. What's going on with that? Um, it's called 30 plus one and it's being launched on Sunday. I'm very excited about it. It's what's in it. It's there's like nine modules. One of I try, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head because I have them on my Mac, but one module in them is about the biblical numbers. Um, oh, I another love one, that. yeah. And I actually have, um, like cards that people, that the people can print off and like print to have them printed off. Um, there's also a module on the biblical meaning of colors. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, my favorite color is purple. I love the color purple and purple means royalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love, I actually even have purple in my hair. I don't know if you can see it or not, but I do oh, have a yeah. of purple that I had put in my hair. <laughs> I really like that. Really? Yeah. And so, um, I have that. There's also about a module about having clarity and vision on module about, you know, being able how to hear from the Holy Spirit. Um, I get so many people who say, Claudette, I don't understand how you hear from the Holy Spirit. Well, I thought, you know what? I'm making a module on that. And one about just getting deeper in prayer, a module on that. I also have a module that's like a seven day Bible study in it. Um, It's devotions from the beach that I have written from when I've been down on the beach. And um, just like just amazing. The other one, the biggest one in there, which I'm excited about, is the dream um, Christian dream interpretation. Mm -hmm. So I'm explaining what that's all about and what kind of like you know why like that's that's one of the ways that the lord speaks to us he speaks to us through dreams now not all dreams are from him because you know the dark side likes to get in there too right Mm -hmm. so but the lord does speak to us through dreams so i'm very excited about this course and you know it's all stems from and the lord's the one who gave me the name for it So he gave me the name for it. He showed me the graphic, like I designed the graphic and the graphic is like amazing. Like it's a 30 and then there's like the cross for the and, and then the one written out. And then there's um, a crown on the top, like the Proverbs 31 Mm -hmm. woman. And the cool thing is, which I'm going to say is that I didn't know this before I ended up where I am, but the number on my house is Three zero one. I love it. <laughs> and that was after.
after I had already, the Lord had already given me this information. So, well, I'm excited for this course. I've been uh, very intrigued with biblical numerology. I, uh, I connected with a biblical numerologist and I was like, need to learn more about that. And I asked my pastor, he's got a book for me. Um, and if you're listening, Pastor Mike, I still need this book. So <laughs> he's been busy, but um, yeah, the numbers are fascinating. And seven's my favorite number and, you know, seven's the whole. So my whole signature program is based on sevens. And um, it's really cool what the Holy Spirit presses on our heart to live out loud for the Lord and, and really know what our gifts and talents are so we can serve serve others, serve God by serving others and loving on others. I am so excited for your course. So I am going to check that out and get that. And we'll be able to, we'll put a link um, in the okay. description. And uh, so people will be able to um, have access to that. And then we'll also put your link to, you know, your website, Facebook page, whichever, all of them, if you'd like to share. Okay. So um, anyone that is going through emotional abuse, narcissist behaviors that they're dealing with, and it doesn't have to be a spouse. It could be a parent. It could be a sibling. It could be a boss, um, a coworker, somebody that you're close with, and you need to establish those healthy boundaries. And, um, you know, when you walk with the Lord, he gives you the strength. He gives you the courage. He gives you the faith. And so thank you so much, Claudette, for sharing your story, your healing journey. Um, so, yeah. And thank you for all everyone who's listening live. If you're watching the replay, hit hashtag replay. And if you're on the podcast, be sure to share this with somebody who needs to hear it and um, give a review. And remember, it's all a matter of the heart. Thank you so much.